Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Just Antoine here with Blockchain Everything. I'm just really excited as always to be able to come to you and share some great information about blockchain technology. And I have my buddy Janice Coleman joining in with me. And so we're going to get her get her in we're excited about it truly it is a blessing hey sis hey, Antoine, can you hear me? yes i can hear you hi can you hear me i can hear you for a little while you were um mumbling no i'm just kidding i just couldn't hear you i was like i didn't know what was happening but you know how it is okay okay hey seems like we got to I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm amazing. You know, that's like my word, right? That's a that's your word. That's a great word. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, I'm here. Thank you for inviting me to uh, chat with you. Yes, I'm. I'm looking forward to this conversation, and uh, I'm. I'm just really excited about where we are going, right? Uh, as a people. And where we we are both part of the morning meetup, and I don't know about you, but it has changed my life, and it's just added value, and it continues to add value to my life daily. And so it's such a blessing just to be um, with entrepreneurs and people that are aspiring to do good, and actually putting in the work. You know what I mean? Yes, that's good. So, unless we go in the dictionary, uh, you got to do work. You got to put in the work if you want to be successful. So I agree that I agree that the morning meetup, uh, just the whole platform, uh, the you know the exchange of ideas, the pouring in of information from so many successful people has really helped me. Yes, you know, with regard to forward thinking. I thought I was thinking forward. Okay. Right. <laughs> but you know, you never, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And, and it's so important for us to always keep an open mind as far as learning and growing is concerned. And, yes. um, you know, it's, it's just been a blessing being among people, like you said, who are doing the work. Yes, it's it's awesome. So tell me, Janice, a little bit about you what you do. Okay, so Janice Coleman and my company is JCC Unlimited LLC. It had been for many years Janice Coleman Corporation. I named it that so that I could remember the name of the state. I named it that, you know, because I felt like we need to put our we need to put our fingerprints on the things that we do and so i named it gave it my name and as i moved into this new era with you know the transition of the world in march of 2020 i call it the world health crisis uh -huh. and uh, but in my in my circles we would call it the pandemic okay the pandemic you know because, yeah because if you don't come out of this with a plan one. Right. You know what you're going to do. And so as the pandemic was making things change and requiring change, one of the things I did is I was resituating how I did my work. So I changed, I, you know, uh, revised my name to JCC Unlimited because okay. that's what we're going to be. Unlimited. Unlimited. And our reach in our impact uh, we want to impact millions of lives and we're doing it one life at a time all right and you know and so as you may have heard me say before i, pre I prepare people to perform by helping them to live out loud playful out and be invincible in their space and that is you know that's what i do awesome awesome so and 
you are um, shifting mindsets. Is what I hear. You, yeah. you're definitely you have to to move people. You really have to shift them, right? They they have to have an elevated mind, and and so uh, what some what are some of those strategies that you use with uh, elevating the mind? Okay. And that I have done on the platform. As a matter of fact, um, you see a gentleman who just sent a message here. His name is Hank. Brother Hank. And I've actually spoken at, I think he's he's been affiliated or taught at two or three different schools. And I've spoken at every school he's taught at, uh, you know, to the young people. Okay. And so, so, I, so I speak to people from the classroom to the boardroom. And I believe that that is definitely, you know, a gift that God has given me to be able to transcend generation, yes, gender, okay, and culture. Awesome. And I have stood on the platforms of all different types of organizations. I I worked for Ascend, Ascend, which is a Pan Asian. Okay. Professional organization. So, so you know, it was an amazing opportunity for me to be there with people from all different cultures who are in America, uh-huh. but they were, you know, born and raised in in Asia or, or Tokyo or you know all of these different places. Right, right. And I was well received. And so, you know, it, I have had the opportunity to do that on across so many different platforms. And wow. so that is what is amazing to me. So how do I how do I help to change people's thinking? First of all, understanding on my part. You know, okay. Because you've probably read Seven Hatters of Highly Effective People, right? I started then to understand. Uh-huh. Then to be understood. Yes. And so, look, the principal says, the principal still speaks about, like, you know, also, that was like three years ago. Hank, I love you. So, <laughs> but seek to, seek to understand then to be understood. Yes. And so, if I move into whatever arena I happen to have the opportunity to be in, I want to feel their heart. Yes. Because when I feel their heart, when I when I speak with them, as Bless Brown was saying, I love this saying, I'm not coming at you, I'm coming for you. Yes, that's good. So yeah, you know that is powerful. Yes. So when when I understand their heart and I'm spending time learning and researching and you know, may I might do a I might, you know, do a, a questionnaire or whatever, or connect with a person like Hank who is a leader in the organization to get a feel for the audience. Yes. When I come, I'm coming for them. Yes. <laughs> but I, I baseline myself to understand. And so everything that I bring, I bring full force. You know, because on top of on top of being a speaker, a career coach. Born, born and raised in North Philadelphia. Okay. okay. And went to Philadelphia public school system and Philadelphia High School for Girls, the best high school in the world. So, <laughs> um, and then, you know, trained, I, I have master's degrees, PhDs from the School of Parnotics. And then, All right. oh, I don't look like what I've been through. But at the end of it, and, you know, a trained, ordained minister, I'm all of that. Mm-hmm. And so when I come to a platform, I now bring all of that to meet my audience where they are. Yes. Awesome. And awesome. That's how I connect <clears throat> so that we can move forward. We have to get that quick because I don't have that much time. Well, you know, I um I feel the anointing on you. So I'm like bassing over here, like uh, you know, this this is why you are able to connect because of the wisdom that God gives you to be able to see things that others can't see and to come in at a level 
where you can you can connect he says to win souls you have to be wise and that wisdom has to come from him because he's the only wise god so 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 when you're able to use that and and connect with people and start talking with them to bring them in to where you are where you meet with them where they are and then bring them up to where you are and say hey let's let's go on this journey together let me take you to a place you know because you you already feel the audience and so um you know that's what we're doing at h2o blockchain we we realize that um we want to bring clean water and resources to the underprivileged and underserved um using blockchain technology and we know that people that look like us right they they don't really trust us we don't trust each other right because we've been conditioned not to and so and so we we have to really know why we are there why we we really have to connect if we're really going to serve them because that's what we have to do we got to serve them first right serve serve into their hearts and then they can see that hey we're genuine and whatever else you got to say you didn't got me because we're loyal we're really a loyal people but we just we just confuse on where we should really put our loyalty and um and so when if we can get us together and and galvanize us and and put us on a a place a platform where we can grow together you know and experience all the geniuses that we have within instead of uh, it being exploited it's being celebrated and everybody <laughs> everybody is growing together you know and so that's what we're doing so um man that's that's awesome sister janice i'm i'm so excited um for you and what you're doing and like i said i i i sensed the anointing i felt the anointing um as you were speaking it was like oh god you know this woman is is powerful and so i i celebrate that in you and Sorry, and could you say that again and i i, I like I this siri or whatever it is oh right they they always hear what we're talking about anyway right <laughs> and so but i i really enjoy um i really enjoyed learning right i enjoy being expanded and don't always feel good right you got to be stretched and challenged spaces in our association but there is there is uh, a gentleman eric hoffer who is a historian a philosopher historian and he said in times of change mm -hmm. the learned the learning will inherit the earth while the learned are beautifully equipped for a world that no longer exists mm. wow regardless of how painful it is yes and if we're not you know what you are doing the type of thing that you are doing with blockchain and with nft and you know the, the crypto technology and all of that if we don't learn it we and, and the metaverse if we don't learn all about it even if we don't like it if we don't learn it we will be left on the other side of the gap you know in england that little space between between the platform and the train mm. call it the gap right mm -hmm. and so we don't jump the gap we're gonna be left on the platform yes and it's sad because life and technology is moving at the speed of thought man so fast yes as quickly as it's happening. So if we don't reach back, we have to continue to move forward, but we have to reach back. And, and the thing about it is, you know, when you're bringing this type of technology into our space, the thing about it is a lot of it really is built on some of the fundamentals that we already don't have. Mm. So yeah. now you're trying to build <laughs> 
on what we don't even have, you know? And so, so there's that gap to see as, as a, as a career coach, as an educator myself, you know, I'm in the education and training space. Yes. And so as a, as an educator or as a career coach, as a minister, you know, and I'm in the marketplace, I'm in, you know, I'm at CEOs and corporations and then I'm at churches and I'm at Girl Scout meetings. That's, you know, yes. Um, that's me. And so Love it. when I speak, like when I speak to high school students and I, and there's one particular high school that I go to every year, the first, the first school day after the new year, that's my designated day. And I tell them someone, you know, between ninth grade and, and 12th grade young people. And I tell them, I can't dummy down what I'm going to say to you. So you got to come up. Yeah. Now there's some terms that I will use and I may paraphrase it so they get it, but I'm going to use a term, some of which I know they don't know. Because mm -hmm. I want to put their heads, their little heads in like a, yeah. Know, to let them know, you got to come up. You got to come up. But we have so many gaps in, in, in learning and education in our community, but I would, I would venture to say in the world, Yes. There's so many gaps where we don't know, you know, some of the basics. We don't know. I grew up with phonics. I don't know if you were in that space. Yes, yes. You know, we seem to be contemporaries, but I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> but I grew up with phonics, and you had to learn your 12 times tables and all of that. And, and what you're teaching literally builds on those principles. Yes. And so it's students don't understand the principles if adults don't understand the principles that's why they may get a little bit afraid of what it is antoine's bringing to us because he's talking about something and, and we're not getting i'm fixing my camera here people he's talking about something and, and we may not get it yeah you know and and, and i'll tell you go ahead no go ahead i i will tell you this now my my original professional background was in information technology. Oh. Okay. So I understand that all of the technology you see, when it breaks down to the bare bones, it's still ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. Somewhere in the background is somebody somewhere, there are ones and zeros still running this thing, which means that the foundation is always the foundation mm -hmm. regardless of what we built on top of it so that's why getting people at that space where they are so you can take them up they call it in 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 um antidote which is teaching adults yes they call it apperception which is taking you from where you are building concepts on top of that to get you where i want you to go yes Yes, yes, you yes. Know? And so that's what you have to do with, with um, you know, what you're trying to get people to understand because they're thinking, come on, Antoine. I don't know if I want that. Right. Right, right. You know, it, it's it's powerful because we have some of the same things. So my background is in education. I spent 18 years, I'm dating myself, teaching elementary school. Um, and I'm from the south side of Chicago. And, and so I went to the greatest school ever, high school, Lindblom uh, Tech. And so we, <laughs> we, but we, but the, the thing about it is we have such a um, responsibility, you know, uh, as we, as mature, I am an ordained minister as well. And um, at one point I was doing, you know, I told you I had Christian ministers this morning. We baptized 63 men. Um, and, and so I, I, I was glad that I had a part of that. But at one point I was a children's church minister. I was going to the nursing home. I was doing prison ministry. I was like, Lord, what you got me doing? You know, and he had me on all spectrums and ministering to people, you know, where they were, you know, and, and so that's, that's a calling that he has, you know, and I, I read the book, Black Labor, White Wealth by Dr. Claude Anderson, 
And it literally changed my life because I knew the plight of African-Americans and I knew that we were up against some things that were very challenging, but I just didn't know exactly how we got there, right? And Dr. Claude Anderson, he just really breaks it down. And and I, I really feel that all African-Americans and um, people of African descent really need to read that that book. And because it's, it, it's like a Bible to me, it's a historical book where it really just shows you what, how strategic things were planned out, you know, and that's what the Bible does, right? It strategically shows us how God planned this life out for us and what he says he means. And, and that's what, that's what it is, whether you want to believe it or not, it's already settled. Right. And, and so, um, I'm after reading that book, I took on the personal mission to elevate African-Americans and Af people of African descent all over the world um, using this, this technology, because I know that this is a platform that can we can build on, we can create on, we can innovate on, and it's decentralized. So those that have uh, historically held us back and historically put things in place so that we we cannot move uh, as freely as others, you know, and, you know, others, some believe that we can, um, but this platform, we can re remove, we can move freely, right? And, and we can build upon and we can create and we can be innovative and and if I know if we get into it and we really learn it and we start we we going to dominate it and every every other nation looks to us and say hey what they doing right Yes. Because, because it just is what it is. But I want to share with you, and I don't know if you've ever heard this term before, but um, one of my pastors has said this and, and, and actually built courses on top of this, the principles of the laws of the kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. One law in particular is called the law of the acceptable minimum. Mm. And you will have heard Jesus say it something like this, to him who have more shall be given. And to him who have not even that which he has shall be taken away. Yes, yes, yes. So, and I and this is an example that I use because it's so so real that in first of all, in certain neighborhoods, you, there are no neighborhood stores. Like the supermarket is the neighborhood store, right? right? And in other neighborhoods, there's a there's a corner store on every corner. Yes. Okay. And I'm not even going to go into who's usually, you know, on in the store and what they're doing. However, think about this. The law of the acceptable minimum, he who has more shall be given, and he who has not even what he has shall be taken away. When you can go to a corner store and buy a pamper for a dollar, one pamper, one pamper. for a dollar, and I will go to my supermarket, which is less than two minutes away and get a box of hampers 26 or 38 something along those lines for eighteen dollars something's wrong with that picture right because when we don't when we when we have a certain level of understanding we can get more have more and do more but when we don't have it what we have is systematically taken away from us very much like when they say that there is a daily minimum requirement for a bank account. Yes. Hundred dollars daily minimum requirement, and you don't pay. You don't pay fees. You can write checks. You can do whatever you want. But if you go ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, and don't touch that bank account ever again, it's going to systematically decrease. Yes. Because you're below the acceptable minimum. Yes. So in so many ways, 
we are, and I was saying the African American community and some other communities as well. Yes. We are below the acceptable minimum in understanding. We are below the acceptable minimum in, in family family continuity. We are below the acceptable minimum in education. We're below the acceptable minimum in trust. We're below, we're below, we're below, we're below. And because we're below, what we have is being taken away and we can't get above the acceptable minimum so that we can increase. So right. the question becomes, with regard to what you're doing, how do we get above the acceptable minimum Yes. in order to be able to grow? Because right now we're grappling. Right mm -hmm. now, I'm even grappling yes. to yes. try to keep my head above water. And so instead of going to the supermarket and buying things that I can use to make a nutritious dinner, I'm going to the corner store and I'm getting me some chicken wings right. and some fries. And then I'm going to wonder why I have high cholesterol. Yes. And then I can't afford the medicine that I need. So it's a continual. You see what I'm saying? It is. It is. So, you know, so I just, you know, so what you're doing, you need that support to be able to continue to rally those of us who are in some areas above the acceptable minimum. Right. So that we can help you to get there to where you need to be. And, and, and because it's, it, it's going to take a community effort, right? Because we, like you said, there's so many areas that we are so below. And so we, we have chosen water to be our, our vehicle to come in, right? Um, we want to bring clean water and, and teach people about the water that they're drinking. Matter of fact, they just um, did a study on in, in Illinois and Chicago where they're awarding them $106 million to, um, to clean up their system because the lead pipes that the water is flowing through is just, just bad. And it's been bad for years and years, centuries, you know? And, and so um, just that in itself, I mean, if you don't, if you don't drink it, you're bathing in it, right? You're probably cooking in it. It's still, that's our, lo our largest organ is our skin. So it's still, we're still being contaminated with us. And, and it's a part of the cycle where it keeps us the hospital and and keeps us doing things that um that's going to fund the people somebody said it the other day on the morning meetup it said they said that the um the poor's um resp I have a question too Antoine when you when you finish that there's a question in the in the chat okay Yes, um, the poorest liability is the richest assets. The, po the poorest liability is the richest asset. And so they 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 know what we our mentality is, and they say, let me go ahead and break this box of pampers down so I can give you a pamper for a dollar, and then I, I make so much more off of this because I know that you you just trying to get to that next thing. You're instantaneous and you, you know, let me break up these cigarettes and, and sell you one at a time for a dollar and, you know, make $24 instead of the $10 that it costs. So, Hey, I'm just winning, winning all around because I know your mentality is just, Hey, let me get through this day or let me get through this couple of hours and then we'll see what else comes my way. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, Go ahead. It is systematic. It is systemic that it that it happened to us. And um, Hank asked the question: Isn't that our fault as a people for why we are we are below the acceptable minimum? Yes and no. You know, yes and no. And I and I, the reason why I say that that way, Hank, is because at so many levels, yes. I think that we we see it. I, we see, you know, the rich getting richer. What we say is the poor getting poorer. But that's the law. The law is acceptable minimum. Why? Because there are some things inside of us, like like you said, we we allow this. 
we allow this to, to be in our communities because we it's it, because we are operating out of fear. I feel like we're operating out of fear and ignorance. And when you're blind, even the, even though you're blind, but you can see, it's like eyes wide shut, right? Eyes wide shut. You feel like, oh my God, there's no way for me to get out. And there are some of us who do. And I'll tell you, um, and I'll I'll tell you a part of part of my life story, which was just just by the grace of God. And it's not like it, you know, it, there are others who have don't have as as an amazing of a story as I do. But this particular portion, I li- I lived in I lived in an area where you know in in the hood you have feeder schools, right? You have you know your elementary schools more elementary schools and you have junior high schools and the elementary schools feed into the junior highs and the junior mm-hmm. highs feed into the high schools in the neighborhood. And so by all, by all um, calculations, I should have gone to one of two schools in my neighborhood. You know, these are the people in your neighborhood, right? I should have gone to one of two schools. But my one of the gym teachers, and this, and this is systemic too, that we you know, that we do things to ourselves, that we keep ourselves down. And I'll say that, I'll say it this way. One of the gym teachers who, who was who was a white man rallied for me to go to a school outside of my neighborhood. Okay. Now I'm going to say, I'll say it this way. Y'all can figure it out later. We had two counselors, two females, two African-American female counselors who should have been looking over and taking care of my academic future. But it was a white gym teacher who said, because I had, you know, straight A's and great standardized test scores and all this stuff. And I was going to the feeder schools and it would have been fine. I would have, you know, still it. But, but I ended up going to what at what was an elite academic was public school, but it was an elite academic school because of a white gym male gym teacher. Yes. Who said, you know what? Yes, I think, you know, and I didn't know. I didn't know. Hey, to your point, I didn't know. My family didn't know. Right, right. I, I went to school, I did well. They didn't know I was I wasn't creating problems and I came home and I did my homework. Blah, blah, blah. They didn't know. But it was he who who God ordained him to put his finger on my life. And because he did that for me, seven other people got the opportunity to go to a school that none of us had ever gone to from our junior high school. Hallelujah. Changed the trajectory of all of our lives. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, yeah, we do it to ourselves. We don't know what we don't know, but we know what we don't know. And it's crazy but we don't know what we don't know. And so we end up um, not making it. But there, there is that glimmer of hope that comes, I believe, you know, and when we go back and talk about scripture, that's why it says to, to preach the good news of the gospel that's going to set us free yes 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 you know i want to i want to add to that as well um brother hank you know we we can blame us right we can um take accountability we should take accountability so we should take accountability uh but i'm telling you if you read this book black labor white wealth by dr claude anderson it will answer a lot of your questions because it, we've been conditioned so bad. It's been so bad. And and we really have to really know why we're in this predicament that we're in. Right. And when we we when we those that get a chance to come out, we are so. Conditioned still. We feel like trying to do something 
to fit into somebody else's mold that they've created. And, and then we don't, we hardly look back and try to help others out because we like, I made it. And, and now let me get the best of the best so I can, and realizing, no, that's not right. You're not doing it right. And so you, you're not trying to come back in the neighborhoods and you're not, you're not really trying to meet the people where they are because you've arrived now, you know, you've, you've made this plateau, you see things different now. And so it's hard for you to go back if you don't really um, understand where we are. So the, the conditioning of, of, of media and our schooling system and, and all the other systematic things that have been done to us. You know, I, I'm doing some reels with my son um, for real reels. And we're going through and we're talking about um, um, legislation that was passed down through the years during slavery, after slavery, that um, they said, hey, if you're black and you're coming into, I think it was maybe Tennessee, I'm just going to say Tennessee, uh, you, can, you can't come in here if you're a free black. OK, then they'll say, uh, well, if you you in another state, they'll say, if you come in here, you only can stay two weeks. If you're free, if you're free, you can stay two weeks, then you got to go. And so they put laws in place. There were periods of times where it does take a village. Um, there was periods of time where they said African-American people from African descent cannot come in this country. OK, they banned us and, and, and um, President Trump did it again just a couple of years ago. But what happened was they wanted to bring other people that didn't look like us because we were growing. They were scared of us. And they said, hey, if y'all come in here, we'll give you some land. If you have one slave, you get seven acres. If you get two slaves, you get 14 acres. And, and so this was done. This was done to us. Right. They said, hey, you can't you can't um, be a mechanic in in this state. If you if you're uh, mechanically inclined, you can't do that. When we came out of slavery, they said you can't own no land. You, you're free, but you can't own no land. Matter of fact, you can't even plow up a piece of property unless you're doing it for somebody else. And so it, it these things have affected us down through the years. And and so we. We got to understand, we got to really look at our history. And I know our millenniums may not want to look at our history and say, hey, it ain't like that now. So, woo, woo, woo. But there's been stuff that's been passed down um, from generation to generation, mindsets that's been passed down to us, things that have been spoken to us, talked to us, that we don't realize that, hey, we're being conditioned. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right here, but I'm going to say this quote. Um, Jim Quick, I got a little fired up there, but Jim Quick's, uh, Jim Quick said that, um, in this book, it was a quote he put in his book. He said the, um, illiterate of the 21st century is not those that can't read or write, but it's those that won't learn, unlearn and relearn. Yes, yes, yes. Because they've been trained. They've been trained. And Harry Tubman said, I could have freed more slaves if they had known they were slaves. You know? And so there's so much. Yes. Says, 
you know, if, if, if we fail our youth, since we say, it, you know, it takes a village. I feel like it's, it's, it's never too late to re to, to, to create what it is we're trying to see. Yes. It's never too late. For instance, you know, when, when I work with people and my main, I guess my main wheelhouse is careers and training, you know, when I work with people who are stuck, I tell them this, and I said this yesterday, I was doing a, um, a, a Zoom presentation for um, an organization, probably about 45 people in, in two locations. And, you know, and I said, what we have to do is draw a line in the sand and step over the line. And you know what we have been or what our past is, is is in totality who we are, right? Our finances, our health, our relationship, everything. That all demonstrates who we are, what has been. But what determines what's going to be is what we say it's going to be. Yes, yes. And what are we going to do about it? And that's what he's saying. We we've been talking about problems, but the solution and and we Janice and I are very solution oriented. And but we wanted to unpack some of the things that we experience and that we see so that we can really bring the solution to the table. And and we started off talking about, you know, it's it's all about a mindset. We we really have to elevate our mindset. And, and Sister Janice was talking about the gaps you know, and in in between the platform and the train and and we had to feel that gap or, or give them enough courage to jump over that gap and and get on the train because the train is moving. We we about to move. And and so um, I'm I'm very passionate about the movement that we we've created and we we want to really bring people together to really join on this mission to um, help us just come up. So I want my mission is to move the needle. Uh, Dr. Claude Anderson said this. He said, out of the last hundred years, there's no movement that African Americans have had that has moved the needle of how many are under um, the poverty level, right? So it's been 40 to 49, 48%. Um, that's been under poverty for the last hundred years. And so now we have to move that needle, right? And blockchain technology is a technology that is not cumbered by those that have held us back, right? They're not in control of it. And so we don't have any excuse anymore. If we come on this platform and we start using our creative and geniuses to build on this platform and come together as a community because we spend more money than ever anybody on this planet pretty much, and but we don't spend it with each other. And so if we can start spending it with each other and we, we start taking classes from Miss Janice, start, start taking classes from myself and um, Brother Hank, if you have a class that you you teach or whatever and making that available to us and saying, hey, let's grow together. Let's hear some free classes. Here's some classes that you can pay for. And, you know, these are some items that you can get. You know, these are some games that you can play. You can play to earn some games like this. And so we and just create that environment. And so that's what we're doing at H2O Blockchain. We are we're we're creating an environment and, and a community where we can we can bring our businesses together. We can bring our ideas together. We can bring our books that we've written together and teach our kids, you know, create experiences where we can you know, really have a, a, a worldwide church, like, it, Hey, you don't really, well, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that we don't have to, we don't have to make the big differences, the small differences that big. We, we, we maximize on things. If you believe in the creator, there is a creator and the creator of this universe made some laws. And if you abide by those laws, you win. Hank is putting here 
is, you know, how do we get on the train and how do we, and what's the solution? And what you said, what you just said right there, first of all, understanding our individualized purpose, okay? Um, overall, that, that the purpose of, you know, the purpose of creation is to bring creation back to the creator, right? And he's made all of us individual, just like each of us has an individualized fingerprint and DNA. We all have something to do. And if, you know, it's like getting the players on the court or players on the field. If each player knows their part and they become, they become excellent at their role, at their, you know, you know, what, what, what's your, you know, what's, what's your, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, uh, well, I just said, you know, there's a center, there are two forwards, there are two point guard, there are two guard, right? right? Each person has to know what their role is mm -hmm. and become good at that. And there's somebody, there's somebody, there are many of a somebody whose responsibility is to generate ridiculous amounts of money. That's their responsibility. And then there's somebody whose responsibility it is to just teach and train and to, you know, to go and do things um, that maybe the person who is making a ridiculous amount of money can't do, but they can fund it. Yes. So, so it's a hierarchy, a hierarchy of skills and, and responsibilities. It's like the body, you know, the eye, the hand, the mouth, the mouth, the neck. Every, every part of the body is not doing the same thing. We all have a particular responsibility. And if we could, we could continue to nurture, feed each other instead of coming at each other. Like when I started, when, when uh, Les Brown said, I'm not coming at you, I'm coming for you. Yes. You know, if we could do that, then we can begin to nurture and grow to the place of where we can all be at our best and continue to nurture what is ultimately going to going to wrap up to it's all going back to the same person it's all going back to the same person we lost it we had it we had it we lost it now it's time to get it back so we didn't have time to get it back space yes we, we got to lace up and we got to run okay you know what you're supposed to do lace up and run and you know and everybody has a lane lace up and run Amen. Amen. You know, we're reading that book, um, The Psychology, uh, no, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And the brother Murphy, brother Murphy, he really lays it out. Uh, God rest his soul. But he really lays it out. And he really I like how he doesn't use God very much. He'll use scriptures and everything like that. But he he really just lays it out so that we um, can get a sense that whatever we need, God has already implanted in it in us when he created us. And if we could tap into that and he called it our subconscious mind and be able to recognize the laws that operate the world, then we can experience some things that, you know, because the Bible tells, teaches us that it rains on the just as well as the unjust. Right. And and he said that sometimes the people of the world are wiser than the people of the kingdom, you know. And so we have to really come up. You know, one of the things that God told me and I'm going to have to cut it off a little in a little bit, but uh, and I'm enjoying it. So we have to do it again. But one of the things God told me, he says, I'm going to show you how to um, process deeper. And I said, Lord, how am I going to process deeper? I said, no, no. The first thing I said was, amen. I, matter of fact, I got on Facebook Live and I said, hey, God is going to teach me how to process deeper. I just heard him. It's, it's on Facebook Live, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but I, I I just I went out public and said what I heard the Lord spoke spoke to me. So three three months went past and I hadn't heard anything. And I said, Lord, I ain't processing no deeper. What's going on? I got in the morning meetup. I started reading books and I started expanding and I started, guess what? Processing deeper. And so now I'm sitting here with 
I just got uh, several more books. My my son said, Dad, you don't need no more books, you know, and and uh, he's five. And and I'm just saying, hey, you know what? I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm going in with it because I know that we need it. And if I can create a space where the information that I'm learning, that I'm able to share that with you in an experience that I don't have to be in, like on the, in the metaverse, and you just go into a room and then you start hearing sounds and it's just it's just blessing you and you're you're coming out of that situation that you're in, we can do some things. We can train some things. environment Yes. And you know, when I'm when I'm working with people, regardless to where it is, I seek to find the genius in that person. And if, and if we're only together for five minutes or ten minutes or an hour or a weekend, my whole hope is that you leave better having met me. Amen. That Amen. You're a better person having spent time with me. Because that's what I do. I prepare people to perform. I help people to live out loud, play pull out, and be invincible. I don't want you to just have a game. I want you to have an A game. Yes. That's the only game I have. Right. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, we have a work to do. And if if we don't do it, then who? You know? Then who? I'm not waiting on another generation. I'm not, it's my time right now. And I realize it. And I, and I cannot leave this earth without making, moving that needle. I have to pull people out of poverty and I, but I got to know who they are. Sister Janice, I got to know who, I got to know who I'm dealing with. Every 
end of this age is not happening right now. But the needle that is assigned to me, that's the needle I got to move. Got to move it. Got to make a difference. Why, why, why live if you don't, if you're not making a difference? And so we are creating a community where we can make a difference together. And um, yes, uh, brother Joe, he said we are soldiers. Uh, he's listening in on on Facebook and so uh, YouTube. Um, yeah, so it's it's an awesome it's an awesome thing when we just can embrace it and say, hey. I'm not settling for the status quo. I'm not settling for the, you know, there's no excuse. Let's go. Let's move. Yeah. Do we have challenges? Yes. But we are soldiers. We can do this. You know, we, we are God's children. He, he greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. Use all those scriptures, Antoine, that you know, apply them to your life and get going. What you doing? Get up off your derriere and let's go. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Lord, let's go. You just show me what to do. You point me in a direction. And now I'm starting to speak things that I desire to have and know and know that I, I can have it. And so people don't understand my pastor, my former pastor used to always talk about capacity and, you know, building capacity. And now I really understand what he was saying, that you got to build your capacity to learn. You got to build your capacity to grow. And building that capacity is not always easy. It's There's some stretching that has to do. There, there's some tearing that has to happen. There, there, there's some uncomfortable things that you and I have to experience as an individual to grow. And if you're too comfortable, you ain't growing. Yes. I couldn't get it. And the poor teacher had to get gave me a C the second time around just so I could move on, right? Yes. Uh, because I didn't get it. And I was 18, 19, 20, and I didn't get it. I was trying, but I didn't get it. Fast forward five years later, I went back to school. Went to school at night, worked during the day. I was a single parent, the whole nine yards. Went, you know, worked during the day and went to school at night for 18 months. And went back to school for computer science and got straight A's. Came out of there, had a 10-year career, 12-year career in information technology, trained people on IT, was excellent at what I did, and, and worked with CFOs and their and their staff. Okay. I went from not understanding to understanding to the to the nth degree because I built capacity. There's something about, you know, there's something about that development. I didn't have it at 18. Right. The same concept that I could not get at 18, at 25, 26, 27. I knew it and I was an expert. Kefla, no, I didn't write Java. I was a little bit before Java, like Fortran, OSJCL, COBOL, I, you know, IDMS, CICS, that kind of thing. So just be, just before the um, object-oriented programming came into play, so he understand all that. So, um, but I didn't have it at eighteen. Yes. But at twenty-five, there was something that happened with me. Developmental. Yeah. And I built capacity to be able to understand. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have to stay with it. Don't give up. That's yes. a non-negotiable. When I tell when I tell my clients. Regardless to what you're trying to attain, 
the non-negotiable. This is the thing that if you say this is not a part of your contract, you can't be my client. Because if you're if you are a quitter, you can't be my client. Because we don't quit. I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, sister, sister Janice, it's been a blessing. Thank you for coming on. We must do this again. Um, we we do need to talk more about some strategies moving forward and things of that nature because there there's a work there's a work to be done and we are the people to do. We we need to call Hank, get him on, and 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 all hands on deck. We really need to put all hands on deck and 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 say let's do this together because we can do it together because we've been born to do it together and created to do it together. And so I love it. Thanks for um, jumping on this live for me with me. And um, I'm, I'm really blockchain everything, just everything blockchain. I'm, I'm talking about moving all of our stuff on the blockchain so we can operate and have our, our livelihood and leave inheritance uh, for our children's children, children. So be blessed and um, we'll see you at the top. Thank you. Absolutely. Bless you. Have an amazing remainder of your day. You too. Bye bye.